You're the best around. And nothing's gonna ever bring you down. You're the best around. Why does my computer want to update always? Don't want to update today because I updated for the past seven days in a row. The options are always try in an hour, try tonight, remind me tomorrow. Why isn't there an option to say shut the fuck up and just do it or don't? Don't care. It's a great start. Great start. Let's call the brand die. Ding -a -ding -a -ding. Speaks punks boom. Way too loud. Hello. Uh oh, the voice is gone. Vegas <laughs> killed the voice. It's actually not as bad today. You should have heard me yesterday. I just got undrunk not that long ago. I've been looking at your Insta. The first weekend you're able to like get back to it, you went full influencer mode, dude. Full send. Did people still say that? Because that's what we did. Dude, white girl Instagram hot bikini pick and then had to and then like the dj pick here's my question so you have the one picture of like the dj pick where you're like you're like jumping up and down you're like pointing you're like yeah who the fuck are you pointing at like what's happening there or is that just like you're just like in it like yeah 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 yeah, I'm just like dancing and uh, i'm drunk but um yeah. i mean there's a huge crowd at encore beach club so I'm just like, you know, trying to get the crowd hype. That's my job, you know? I get it, man. You're doing a great job out there, it seems. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it was fun. This was technically my second weekend back. Remember, I was in Vegas two weekends in a row. Yeah. So the first one was like a really good, oh, this is what it's like to go in public. Oh, this is what it's like to be drinking. Oh, this is what it's like to stay up. Oh, this is what it's like to party a little bit. It was like a good practice round, like a good oh, like, this is what we need to know for next weekend, you know? Mm -hmm. So we came into this week. I say we. I had a bunch of girlfriends with me. I had my my guy, AJ. He MCs for me. I had a nice, like, crew of my people. Uh, so this time we were like, dude, we're packing coolers, lunch boxes full of so many snacks because we were so hungry all the time. And food in Vegas is, like, 800 bucks for a Skittle. So packed, like, mad snacks. I packed my own energy drinks because I paid twelve fifty for a uh, one rock star the first weekend. Not doing that anymore. We uh, packed <clears throat> some um, Adderall. <laughs> Don't do real drugs, kids. Just the safe ones. <laughs> Just the prescribed um, methamphetamines. Exactly. Tylenol PM or actually Advil PM. Very clutch. Very clutch. You get because it's like a double whammy. Like this will help you sleep and it's going to help the headache that you're going to have when you wake up at 5 a.m. because you have to pee because you drink so much alcohol and water to try to balance that out. So I'm not kidding. I think I drink more in the span of 36 hours or 48 hours or however long it was than I've ever drank in my whole life at one time. It was looking like you guys were Liddy Kitty in yeah. the city. We, I, and we were Liddy Kitty in Sin City. Yeah, there. Damn it. <laughs> How did that come up with that? Did anyone do anything that they shouldn't have done? I don't think so, but we did run into some other like acquaintances that we know, but we don't know them that well. And they had a, a lot of cash on them, like mm -hmm. hundreds, you know, like a stack of hundreds. And later that night, we were like, did they just come from the strip club? <laughs> and I was like, honestly, maybe. 
Yeah, but you don't have stacks of hundreds at the strip club. You have stacks. You don't? Of, no, you have stacks no. of ones at the strip club. <laughs> so are the hundreds for the casino probably? Yeah. I stayed out until 4 a.m. Wow. Um, Friday night to see Wiz Khalifa, and it did not disappoint. Damn. It did not disappoint. So is Vegas back, or what's happening over there? Vegas is mega back, and they went they went full send for their first weekend back. Like it was popping this weekend. So like this whole thing I did was with Dustin Lynch. So if you listen to country, you know who Dustin Lynch is. I'm not sure Wells does, so you might not know. Nope. Um, he 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 sings that. She likes a small town boy like me. Like that song. Yeah, that's she's every, my ride or die, baby. She's my cool. She's my something. That's that's Dustin. That's literally every country song I've ever heard ever. Okay, no, that's, that's the Dustin. Hanging out in the back uh, of my pickup truck, gonna go into the living and drink a cup of beer, cause I like Coors Light and I, when the timing's right <laughs> and my baby's next to me, I'm Dustin Lynch and this is the same fucking song that I've you've heard before on the day. Brandy, take it away. That's this is what I well, imagined happened. So yeah, very, very, very close. Pretty good. But you know what I'll say about these country guys? <laughs> they know how to throw a freaking party. Oh yeah. Like of course they they, they were partying. And everybody there to see them was partying. Okay, so apparently, and I didn't really realize this, I guess, until we were there and it was happening, that this is really the first time like a country artist has played like Vegas clubs. Like usually Vegas does, I guess does not do like they do the country festival stuff, I think. But mm-hmm. as far as the clubs go, apparently this was like the first country weekend in Vegas at the clubs. So, and it was very successful. It was cool. For some reason it started Thursday night. This was like a Thursday through Saturday thing. So I, I played the opening party at Dre's nightclub on Thursday and that was lit. I didn't even go until midnight. So I was very drunk. And then I I was, I had to get straight into the car afterwards and go straight to the hotel to sleep because I had to be in the car at 9 30 AM the next morning to go to sound check for this, for the Friday pool party because I played at one and Dustin played at like three. So it was like a daytime thing. So I, we woke up at 9.30 and we were like, Adderall, yes. Water, yes. More liquor, yes. You know, and just kind of had to keep drinking. And then after my set, I was like, well, we got to stay and watch Jordan and Dustin, you know? So I, we had to keep drinking. And then, you know, 6 o'clock rolls around and we had a dinner reservation at 8. So I was like, we got to keep drinking so we can make it to dinner. And then we get through dinner and it's 10.30 and we're like, Wiz Khalifa's playing and Dre's. We got to keep drinking so we can go to Wiz Khalifa. And then we get to Dre's at like 12.30. Oh, Wiz doesn't go on until 2.30. That's cool. So we had to keep drinking so we could make it to Wiz Khalifa because we were already there. And then we slept till noon the next day. And then I had to catch a flight home. And here I am. Damn. I'm Honestly, I'm impressed. I can't do it anymore. I used to be able to like drink, drink, drink and like party. And now if your boy gets like more than like six white claws in his cyst, I am fucking pulling the ripcord and saying, I don't give a fuck about Wiz Khalifa. It's well past 1127, which is past Ooh. my bedtime. I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It was really fun. I th- I, here's what I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I felt like dog poo yesterday, mm-hmm. but like none of my crew, no one got sick. No one like, you know, went too far. Like we were drunk for sure. But like, you know, no one would cross the line. And I think, I swear, the key is to just chug water the whole time. 
you know, like alcohol, water, 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 alcohol, water, 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 alcohol, water, just constant. Oh, see, I don't do that. I don't, I don't, I don't that's have that kind key. of self-restraint. That's key. You got to keep, keep it up with the water. I'm glad you're back and Adam. Me too. It felt good. It was fun. Yeah. Making some money, you know, yeah, you know, you know, making some money, making some new friends, having some fun. Get it. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's holes in my memory for sure. Like, I don't know how we got home from Wiz Khalifa. Mm-hmm. Somebody said we walked. Someone said we took a taxi. I don't know. Wow. So, so things I could be missing things, but you know, that's that was the gist. Liddy Kitty in Sin City. That's right. I love it. Yeah. Let's. Uh, we should probably start the show though. Oh yeah, we should do that. We should also have a disclaimer. Don't do not do Adderall unless you don't, are prescribed don't do it. to it. Yes. And I also don't know like if there are any like adverse side effects of like taking Adderall and then also Tylenol PMs. Like just be safe and like consult your doctor. <laughs> <laughs> like, a lot of advice I'll, tell, I'll tell you the side effect of Adderall, then you can't sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. So take it with caution. Oh man. You know what's crazy to me though is like Okay, like just just full disclosure, I I do have an Adderall prescription, but I don't take it every day. And but there are a lot of people out there that take Adderall every single day, like that are prescribed it and take it every day. Isn't that crazy? Well, I am diagnosed as ADD, ADHD. I had to take Ritalin as a kid. So did my brother Trace. Yeah, I take. I remember I had to take it in the morning and at lunchtime, and then my friends would sometimes steal my bag of Ritalin. Uh, not to like for them to do drugs, they would like to see me like spaz out when I didn't get like my fucking hit of Ritalin at, after lunch. So, I, that's so terrible. Oh, I know. And I hate, hate Ritalin. I remember, I think we've talked about this before, but I remember, yeah, I told my mom it took away my wellsness. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> Now you wonder, like, well, I got high BPs, dude. I'm fucking yeah. over here just, like, living life without fucking Ritalin, and I probably it's should. Terrible. All right, let's start the show. Oh, yeah, let's start. I think it's you. Is it you? All right, let's do it. Bros and Hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with... Bros and Brandy. All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my Bull and Branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl & Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl & Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. Boom, boom, boom. 
Cause I'm sitting in the back of a truck with my baby right by my side And my drinking out of solo cups and we are gonna go for a ride Dustin Lynn's copyright trademark Alright, we gotta talk batch Gotta talk batch I feel like I need to pull up the guys real quick Yeah, you should Also, like, <laughs> how is no up. one using Katie Thurston thirst trap? Dude, dudes. I don't know. Like, I, I feel like it writes itself, and everyone wants to focus in on the dildo of it all, and like, it's gonna be a buzzworthy season or something like that. I'm like, yeah, but her name's Katie Thurston. All these guys are thirst traps. Seriously. I mean, come on, does who needs me on their fucking team? Someone. I don't know what I gotta do. First impression, first of all. Katie looks great. Not that she didn't in uh, Matt's season, but man, like she is looking absolutely fantastic. She is thriving. Whatever she's doing, she's doing right, and she needs to keep doing it. Am I right? Yeah, she's also like my. I like tiny brunette people. Oh uh, yeah, know? you do. So mm-hmm. like, I'm I'm like hell. I'm like into it. You know. Yeah. No, I think she looks great, and. I don't know. It's funny. Like, you know, when she gives that first speech after all the guys come in, she's like, I was going to prepare something and then I did and I'd just be myself. And then she delivers like a great speech. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, but I just, she's very well spoken without sounding like scripted, you know? Yeah. Uh, which I really, really like. And I like that she calls the guys out on like being so nervous. And she's like, hey, I can tell you're nervous and it's fine. Like, I, I am too. But like, Let's get past that because, you know. I feel like not a single guy was like, hey, my name's Aaron. Nice to meet not you. Not one. They all. No, she, she, she was, ask Yeah. Hey, what's your, what's your name? name? What the yeah. fuck? Like, who? have you never met somebody before? The first thing you do is you can say, <laughs> hey, my name's so-and-so. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Yeah, no, I did notice that. That was nuts. Yeah. It's like, and I know it's a weird thing of like, they all know her name, so... Hey, I'm fucking fuckboy Jared, you know, like nice to meet you. Mm-hmm. Were there any like standout intros that you loved or hated? I loved Box Guy. Like that's such yeah. a good bit to me. Like you would love Box Guy. Such a good bit. They made his fucking ass stay in there all night. <laughs> and it was like it's so great because like they all know Box Guy exists, but they don't know what Box Guy looks like, you know? So like yeah. there's a little bit of intrigue and suspense amongst the guys and with her. And then, of course, like they make him say they're there all night, which, you know, like if you can, you know, guarantee that like you make it through that night, if you like decide to do box guy bit, uh, it's kind of genius because you don't have to fucking talk to anybody. You don't have to deal with anybody. You know, you I know. pop out there at the end and then he looks like a good looking guy. He looks like great Gatsby motherfucking dude. Honestly, I was kind of thinking that really the better play would have been to stay in the box through the whole rose ceremony yeah, yeah. because you know, she's going to keep you because she, she wants to know what's in the box. Yeah. And also, like, someone did say, like, what's in the box? But no one went, like, full Brad Pitt 7. Like, what's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? I wanted someone to do that. But, you know, I mean, listen. I can't be there to produce every show, you know. Yeah, but I liked Box Guy. Who is your favorite? I don't know if I really have a favorite. But I do have some, like, standouts. Okay. I'll tell you who's not one of my favorites, but Katie's a dig in him, is Cat Guy. 
Because I think she's a crazy cat lady, and like. But that is nuts that she was like that hype on the cat costume. Dude, I'm, that's like if fucking Taylor Swift was the Bachelorette, she'd absolutely yeah lose her mind about that. Good cat people are crazy. Like I no thought that judgment, was insane. I I know. I would, um, I would say that he did a good job of like, okay, so either that works or it doesn't. It worked kind of a little bit too well, which mm-hmm. made me be like, all right, Katie's kind of crazy. Here's my thing about like, if you're going to do that shit, you got to commit to the bit, okay? Like either you are cat guy and you fucking commit to it or you don't. No halfway crooks here. And he was like licking his hands and then like rubbing his face like a cat like the entire time, like making bad cat puns. I was like, all right, listen, if you're going to fucking do it, fucking commit. And he committed. And so you know what? I kind of liked it. And also them making oh, out and her getting all that shit in her nose was fucking gold, baby. <laughs> I mean, okay. And then so while we're talking about cat guy, the two makeout scenes that we saw were aggressive right i was thinking the same thing too it was some aggressive kissing for night one yeah yeah and like both sides katie was katie was right there she was there both being aggressive yeah it was a lot of open mouth you know yeah and just a lot of like throwing yourself into the other person i was just really shocked it was hot but it was like whoa i feel like you gotta do like church tongue you know you got a night one. Got to church tongue it up. Like you can get there, you know. You can like start choking out somebody or gag them, you know, like in the fantasy suite. But like first mm-hmm. night, you know, church tongue. You know what's funny? Like scrolling through the cast list, I'm on just some random like website, but there's little bios. There's quite a few guys who, in their bio, it says they're like big on religion. Yeah. Very interesting because I feel like Katie's not. Is that wrong? I don't know. I get the same vibe from her because I knew that like Tasha was is a very religious person, and that was like one of the kind of the issues with her and Ivan. Uh huh. I don't see that, but maybe maybe so. So the other guy she kissed was Greg, the quieter, more shy guy with yeah. the hair, and I actually do like him. You know, obviously he's not showing a ton of personality right off the bat, but I I do kind of like that he is a little more reserved and. He's the one that got the first impression, Rose. Yeah. Yeah. And he was he was just like so shocked and like he was just like, I can't believe I got this. And like that made me really like him. <laughs> yeah, there's a little bit of like I think she's into like normal dudes. She I don't know if she's yeah. into like beefcake dudes. No. Um, I don't think so either. Because because Cat Guy so. and Greg, I feel like a buck sixty dripping wet, you know? Yes, like, yes. I really would have flourished on this season, I feel like. <laughs> You know, because I'm like every. She likes humor, right? She likes funny guys who are skinny, apparently. Yeah, totally. You're so right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I really liked Courtney. He stood out to me. I liked his intro because he, you know, he played. He was one that I think did introduce himself and like whatever he said, like played off of his name. So, which was, I thought that was a good way to like have her remember who you are. My only annoyance Um, with Courtney is how he spells his name. Love that. I love someone that spells their name different. Oh, that's a Cyrus thing to say. No, Courtney with a Q? Yeah, I'm into Courtney? it. No. I liked it. Also, this thing says that he likes to country line dance, so that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> love that for him. I think Aaron was the one that said something weird that annoyed me. Aaron just, like, t- for, like, no reason told someone that he didn't fucking like him. Yes. Like, and you're yeah. like, what, what the fuck happened? I need to know. Yeah, like- yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> he seemed like such a nice guy. And, man, that just shows you right there that first impressions really ain't shit because 
<laughs> he got out of the limo and he was so sweet and seemed like such a nice guy, genuine guy. Then he's like calling out some dude for no reason. Just like, I don't like you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like if I could do it all over again, I might do that shit to people that like, I don't have a problem with just be like, Hey, camera guys, follow me around. And just like go up to somebody be like, to like Evan, be like, Hey, guess what? Fuck you. All right. And the, <laughs> and the fucking ship you came in on. Fuck you, I don't like you. And he'd be like, what happened? And I'm like, I'm just kidding. Adam. It doesn't matter. None of this matters because we're not going to have any context of it anyways. So you're fine. I did like Andrew. Is he the one that faked his uh, his accent? Oh, yeah, because he plays football in Austria or something like that. Yeah, but did, didn't he fake an, an accent when he met her? Yes, he did. He did yeah, a British yeah, yeah, yeah. accent. Okay, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's cute. Um, I liked him. Yeah, uh, nothing like starting off on uh, lying about yourself. On lie. very true she caught him real quick though so i guess like i guess you could say that's a silver lining to know that like you can read the lie like they're not a good liar yeah you know who i like a lot i like trey which one is trey trey's a black guy who kind of talks too much seems like a really like a sweetie like a sweetie oh wait is this him right here yeah 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 i like him too yeah katie looks so good in all the promo i'm just i'm really feeling it Next thing, what did you think about Tasha and Caitlyn? You know what? We just didn't really see much of them. Yeah. Which is fine. I was trying to think while I was watching it, like, if I, do, did we usually see more of Chris than we're seeing of the girls? And I, I feel like the answer is yes, but I don't know. But I thought they did a good job. I mean, honestly, Katie's probably having more fun having some girls there than Chris. But but what's what I think is going to be interesting down the season is, you know, for the guys, I think to have Chris there and to have another like a guy to be like, yo, like, you know, I don't know to talk to like they don't really have anyone. So it's 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 kind of like good and bad. It's great for Katie to have some girls to talk to. But I think for the guys, like it might be interesting that like they don't have anybody. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how like people respond to the to the Caitlyn and Tasha of it all because like the the host role is very much you're kind of in charge you know like you're mm-hmm. the, you're the authority figure and yeah i mean nothing against Caitlyn but like no one thinks that Caitlyn is the authority over anybody you know she's over here just trying to crack jokes the entire time uh, and then Tasha, I you know, is just like the sweetest as could be. And so, yeah, she's just like too nice. Yeah. So <laughs> my my only concern is is like when rubber meets the road or she hits a fan, like will they be mm-hmm. able to like kind of command a room? Yeah. Which I'm not sure. The only other thing is is that like if you're those guys and like Tasha and Caitlin walk into a room, there's a part of me that feels bad for Katie because she's surrounded. Katie's beautiful, but she's also surrounded by like these two like knockout, drop dead gorgeous stars you know they have been stars already Mm -hmm. if i was the bachelor brad pitt and chris (laughs) were like giving me fucking notes i'd be like dude guys guys, get the fuck out of here because all the chicks are gonna like you and not me and especially about me and not about you you know like yeah part of me that that feels that way i do feel like though that the the thing that saves them there is that they're both engaged right like it's not like either one of them are single i think if they were that that wouldn't be good yeah but i do see your point and I feel like you saw me on a on a teaser. Oh, I did see you on a teaser. Did you? It was very it was very quick, but yeah. I saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They 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 like barely put me in there. So uh huh. But you you made it. You made it. You know, it's 
That's really all you can ask for at this point. They cut you out so much these days. Um, yeah. <laughs> By the way, that's going to be as much as I'm in the season, probably. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I thought the teaser was great, though. Love the drama they're showing, it's, you know? It's coming. She kills me when she says, I'm done. Somebody book my flight home. Oh, I'm yeah. like, yes, girl. <laughs> Yeah, but also don't go because yeah. I, I, I want to see the end. So who's your front runners? I don't know if I have front runners right now. I really don't know because listen, first impression guy, I like him and she likes him right now, but I just don't, I, I'm not sure he's going to make it to the end because he's so quiet and so reserved. I just, that's usually hard for somebody with that personality type to like make it, you know, that just things get tough. So I just, I don't know. I like cat guy. I like first impression guy, and I like Trey. Those are my. Those I like my, Trey too. Those are my faves so far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. I think what I like about Katie, because she comes across as very like every woman. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that a lot of people are gonna really be able to like identify with and relate with like her, and I think she's into fucking normal dudes. You know. Mm-hmm. And. Yep. So it's going to be that kind of a breath of fresh air that, like, not just the dudes with, like, abs from, like, their tits, their taint, you know? Like, it's going to be, like, Ew, just normal, normal guys, you know? It's disgusting. And then also it's, like, really nice for, like, people like me who are like, yeah, dude, like, sometimes people like skinny dudes that have a sense of humor, you know? Interesting. Yeah. I did really like moment when Caitlin was, like, when she slapped Katie on the ass and was like, Get out there and do it. You know, I was like, that's funny. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that part. Oh. Is that enough batch talk for now? I think so. I think that's good. Okay. More to come. More to come. I mean, yeah, there's only so much you can really learn after that first, you know. Yeah. Night night one's never my favorite episode to watch, but like, you know, you gotta. You know what we didn't talk about? What? Blake coming in. Oh, yeah. That's what they tease. How do you feel about that? I mean, I liked Blake on uh, on Tasha's season, but I don't know. He's looking awfully thirsty, I think. Yeah, he's Katie Thurston it up, man. But I think Katie likes him. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people liked him, but yeah, th- that's the problem is when you when you double dip, it's a little mm-hmm. bit of fame whoring. Yeah. You know. Mm. But we'll see. He might be a nice yeah. guy. We'll see. We shall see. Huh. All right, sorry. Just had to add that yeah, in there. Yeah, no, it's good. All right, well, um, that's enough Bachelor talk, huh? Yeah. Okay. I watched something that I even tweeted about it before the show, and I feel bad because I never like to like, kind of like show my hand for the podcast. Mm-hmm. But it was beautiful, and I have to say it was one of the best, but also like one of the most difficult things I've watched all year long were you ever a Bo Burnham fan Mm-mm. so he's a little bit younger than me but I remember being a big Bo Burnham fan when I was in college he was still in high school but he like his whole thing was he was kind of like a YouTube star where he would write really f- funny songs and sing them and it was a lot of like smoking pot and watching Bo Burnham songs back in college sounds right so he just released a hour and a half long special on netflix called inside Mm. have you heard about it no not at all 
But, you know, I've been in a, a black hole vortex that is Las Vegas, so. So it's called Bo Burnham Inside. Here's the tag. A new comedy special shot and performed by Bo Burnham alone over the course of the past year. So basically it starts with him being like, I can't leave my house, and so I'm going to use this time. I don't know if he even says this, but it's kind of implied. Like, I'm going to use this time to like write and record my next comedy special. And so he does it all in like what I think is his like little studio back room at his house. And he shoots the whole thing himself. He lights the whole thing himself. And then you see like as the year progresses, like he does, he stops kind of shaving. He stops, he doesn't cut his hair. He like really starts to kind of like devolve. And then he becomes extremely depressed. And I don't know if it's art for art's sake or if it's, you know, reality coming out in his art but like if you're not in a good mental space like maybe don't watch this but it's a lot about suicide and like hard conversations and i think i was like i don't know if i think Bo is going through these things but i think he is emulating what a lot of people are going through this year and it's mm -hmm. like really really powerful but it's also fucking hilarious like he's got a song called white girl instagram White Woman Instagram. It's amazing. So he writes this song. It's so funny. And then he takes pictures like white women do on Instagram. And they are like the most on point fucking things in the world. So much so that like on TikTok, people, women are like, I just realized now that I'm so unoriginal because they'll like show his video and then like she'll, they'll show like their pictures that are exactly the same. He's got a whole thing on like can cancel culture and mm. which is like obviously very timely he goes into white people wanting to stand up for the right thing and mm -hmm. it's like why don't you just shut the fuck up and like listen you know like there's like all, a lot of that and it's a lot about how like the internet is fucking horrible and like how social media is like the death of us and and it's also like him coming to terms like he turns 30 during this whole experience. Anyways, I don't want to ruin it for you. I'm not even sure if I'm doing like a great job explaining it. It's one of those things like you just need to watch. I'm telling you it was one of the most like powerful fucking things. And I don't know if I'd call it a comedy special. It's just like a yeah. really, really good film. Sounds like reality, but like actual reality. Yeah. <laughs> like non-produced reality. Yeah. It's amazing. It's really, really good. It's very theatrical, and he does an amazing job, like, cinematography-wise. Like, it's just him lighting all this stuff, and... That's crazy. Dude, you gotta watch... I'm telling you, you gotta watch it. My, I was talking to my buddy... I'll watch it. I was talking, talking to my buddy Kevin last night about it, and he was like, yeah, I watched it last night, and it's like, it hit me so hard, I'm watching it again tonight. And I was like, yeah. Oh, well. So, it's one of those. So, anyways, Bo Burnham Inside on Netflix absolute must watch but if you are in a fragile mental state maybe hold off until you're feeling mm -hmm. good because it is dark but every i feel like it's one of those things where like everyone just like relates to it you know mm -hmm. totally yeah i finished season one of startup oh you did did you only watch season one or did you watch season both other two seasons I think I just watched like five episodes of the first ep of the first season, and I was like, "This isn't new." <laughs> oh, well, it's still good. <laughs> Not new, but still great. Honestly, I really, really liked it. Really, and I yeah, a lot more than I thought I would. I mean, I do love Adam Brody, so like maybe that's part of it. But yeah. 
I don't know. It was just like I thought. I thought it was really, really good. I told my mom today. I was like, I feel like you should watch this. Like, it's it's a little violent, and like, there's a couple of scenes throughout the season that are a little hard to watch, I guess. But like, overall, like, I just I don't know. I really, really liked it. But I'm curious. Like, now that I've finished season one, I'm like, how are they going to pull out a whole nother season on this? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to ruin it for you until you kind of how the season one ends, but. It you know you're kind of like all right so where do they go from here like how do they have a whole nother season yeah but we'll see I'm gonna I'm gonna keep going I'm gonna see if does, season two is as good does Adam Brody is he a good guy or a bad guy I mean yeah. kind of both yeah 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 he's the antagonist and the protagonist all rolled up in yeah one. he's kind of both in a way I mean the FBI agent is a piece of shit yeah, yeah we yeah. talked about this last week like he's the worst for sure. And he does some crazy shit. But you know who I loved is the Haitian guy in the show. Do you know his name? His act, his real name? I wonder if you pronounce it Edie or Eddie. He was also an X-Men. I'm going to go ahead and say Edie. That's what I think, too. Yeah. He's so good. He's a Kenyan-American actor. But, man, he does a good job with the Haitian accent and the whole, like, the Haitian culture. Like, he really leaned into that. He did such a good job. You know about the Haitian culture really well and their accents? Well, he's, he sold me on it. I mean, I don't know. Like, kind of. <laughs> yeah. I liked him when I when he was when I was watching that show. You know, he's one that, like, he starts out as, like, a super bad guy. And then by the end of it, you just, like, really love him, you know? Mm-hmm. I really liked it, so I'll, I'll probably start season two. Highly recommend. Got a least favorite thing. I two least oh, favorite no. things. Two least favorite two? things, real quick. Right. One, they canceled my buddy Kevin. He we were just talking about him. They canceled his show Rebel, which is like ABC. What are you fucking thinking? You had Katie Seagal, okay, married with children, Ooh. fucking Futurama, like everything. You had Anthony Garcia. Uh, okay. My boy Kevin. You had John Cobert from Sex and the City. And then and they canceled like in the middle of the season. Like, so anyways. Yeah, ne- that's weird. So dumb. Also, Netflix, if you're listening, just pick it up because that yeah. show was awesome. You're never going to get those people together like that. Jupiter's Legacy is not renewed oh. for a second season. And I love Jupiter's Legacy. Jupiter's <laughs> Legacy. What the fuck, Netflix? That thing was awesome. Dude, so good. I'm so sorry. Josh Dumel, Josh Dumal, whatever. I do. I, he's hot. Love him. Come on, guys. I mean, like, I feel like, uh, I feel like every head of studio needs to be fired, and they need to be replaced with twenty-something and thirty-something people, because I'm just seeing a lot of bad decisions being made right now, and I'm just not, <laughs> just not liking it. Okay. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I have like a really short documentary that like, I really loved. And if you're like me, guys out there, which I hope you're not, because uh, when I listen back to these podcasts, I'm like, oh, I, I, I sound fucking crazy, dude. Like, I thought, See, this is why I can't listen back. No, it's smart. But I have to listen back because I'm always like, how can I edit this show better so I don't sound crazy? <laughs> but like the amount of stuff that I talk about when it's like, it's like, fucking alien and stuff it's like well stop it you fucking sound crazy whatever it's is what it is and i am who i am you know what a tiger can't change stripes guys whatever so fine relax anyway so there is a 20 minute documentary on prime called jason silva the road to the singularity and i really really loved it here's the tag 
The singularity, or the arrival of superhuman intelligence, has been described as both the rapture of the nerds and inevitable. Futurist and philosopher Jason Silva explores the way in which this radical transformation may occur through biotechnology, nanotechnology, and artificial intelligence. The road to, to the singularity. So, the whole thing is based on the, that there are like huge paradigm shifts in civilizations. Stone Age to like Copper Age, Copper Age to, you know, the Iron Age, and then, you know, pre-flight, and then all of a sudden, you know, only 66 years separated the Wright Brothers' first flight to us landing on the moon. There are these things, these kind of big jumps in civilization that are, like, huge. And so this guy's whole thing is, like, I think that we're right on, like, the precipice of another really, really big one. The biggest one ever in the history of uh, human, like, evolution because three things are about to happen. Artificial intelligence is an inevitability. It's happening. And Elon Musk got self-driving cars. We're there. And then nanotechnology is like is definitely happening, especially like in the medical fields, like putting in tiny, tiny little robots into your body to go like, you know, try to attack cancer cells and stuff. Like it's a real thing. And then biotech well, that, that's that's biotechnology. And then nanotechnology is being able to effectively like print things at the molecular level. So you could be like, mm-hmm. I can make something really, really tiny just by putting one atom at a time and making something really tiny but really, really strong. Anyways, they're all coming together at the same time and, like, what's that going to do to, like, our human civilization? It's going to absolutely change everything because a lot of people are not going to need to work coming mm-hmm. very soon, you know? So, anyways, it's kind of scary but it's also kind of hopeful. It's interesting. It's introspective. It's obviously very uh, educational and I really loved it. Like, I, it's not about aliens or anything. It's just kind of, like, about, like, where this guy thinks we're going in the next, like, basically 20 years. Right. And, That's crazy. Yeah. And I want to watch that. You should. It's 20 minutes. Like, if you don't like yeah. it, what's well, fucking 20 minutes? So Where was it? Hulu? It's, it's on Prime. On Prime. Yeah, but I think it's also on YouTube. Again, it's called Jason Silva, The Road to the Singularity. Into it? Yeah, good stuff. I got to catch up on Cruel Summer because my mom's caught up and she's like, like I it like hit like hit like a lull there for a minute, and mm-hmm. she swears it's picked back up. So I got to get back on track. All right. With Cruel Summer, I'm curious if the Y of Tears are still loving it because I I got some messages from Y of Tears too that were like, eh, I loved Cruel Summer the first few episodes, and now it's kind of boring. So I'm curious if you guys kept up with it. Like, holla, let me know. Yeah, I got a book for you. A bunch of Y of Tears got books for me too. Should I after I hear your recommendation, should we shout some of theirs out? Sure. Again, I was talking earlier about how obviously I sound like a fucking crazy person, and I realize, and I'm sorry, but, um, okay, do you remember the book The Martian? Oh, yeah. And then they turn it into a movie with Matt Damon, Mm -hmm. and it's phenomenal. If you haven't, by Mm -hmm. the way, if you haven't seen that movie, you should see that movie, but if you haven't- Really good. But if you haven't read the book, you should really read the book. The book is really, really good. But the movie is crazy. It's like- Jessica Chastain, Matt Damon, Childish Gambino, like a lot of big names. Mm-hmm. So that guy who wrote that book is his name is Andy Weir. He's got a new book out, mm. and it's called Project Hail Mary. 
And yes, I know, I'm sorry, I like sci-fi. Fucking sue me, but... (laughs) So basically, and I won't like kind of ruin it for you, but like the idea is scientists start realizing that the sun is kind of cooling down. And they can't really figure out why it's cooling down, so they start to kind of send out probes and stuff. And they realize that there's this like infrared light that's going from the sun to Venus and back. And for whatever reason, this kind of like trail of light, this specific trail of infrared light is like kind of like sucking energy from the sun. So they send out like a probe, whatever, and they go collect kind of like some of the information about what's going on. And they realize it's effectively, it's like alien algae. So it's like this kind of like crazy, weird, like single cell organism that is able to kind of feed off the sun and kind of the more it starts feeding off the sun, the more it starts depleting the sun's energy. And by doing so, it's basically like cooling down our planet by like 1%. That doesn't seem like a lot, but like after like six years, that's not good. And then like after like 15 years, we're talking like another ice age, you know, like, so it's like exponentially getting worse. And so they got to figure out like what to do. And then, then they realize that this is not only happening in our solar system, but like other solar systems is happening in. And so then they have to like put together a team and basically try to go save the human race. And so the main guy is like a scientist who goes off into the spaceship and tries to go save the human race. And, you know, when he wakes up from like his like kind of cryo sleep thing, his two other astronaut buddies with him have passed away. So it's just him. Yikes. It's similar to like the Martian in the fact that like it's mm-hmm. one guy can't really communicate with anybody, but he's got a fucking that one. He's just trying to save himself. This one trying to save the world. Anyways, it's one of those books where like cannot put it down. Oh, I want to read it. Dude, so good. Project okay. Hail Mary by Andy Weir. Can't okay. put it down. Love that. You think they'll make it a movie? Yes. I Because th- I think Martian was really popular, and this one is, mm-hmm. things are happening where you're like, whoa, this is going to be cool. Don't ruin it. I won't. I won't. I won't. And I did a kind of a bad job of explaining it because they obviously like explain it in, in like science terms and stuff, and I dumbed it down for myself, but. Anyways, very good. I liked it. I liked All it. Right. I liked it a lot. Some live tears have hit me up with some book recommendations that sound pretty good. Give it to me. Colleen Hoover. I've heard of that author before. The book called It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover. She said it's the best book she's ever read. Wow. So I'm going to need to look into that. And that, that, that author name does sound really, really familiar. Oh, wait. Jennifer Hiller. Mm-hmm. Is that who wrote Little Secrets, Jar of Hearts? Jar of Hearts. That's the yeah. That's the one I loved. Yeah, that was. A I don't one. think I read Little Secrets though, or did I? It sounds so familiar. I think I did read Little Secrets. Maybe you're the one that read it. I did, and I didn't uh, like it as much as Jar as Jar of Hearts. But... Well, Jar of Hearts is everything. Yeah, I need to go back um, and read that. All right, this is okay. I've had two people recommend Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo okay. by T, by TJR. I don't know if that's what the author goes by. And then here's another Colleen Hoover recommendations, a book called Verity. Oh, you know what? I've heard of this one too, The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. Yeah, I read that one and told oh, you to read that it. Was you. So good. <laughs> Well, now the Wife Tears are telling me to read it. Dude, Wife Tears, what the fuck? Why is no one listening to me? You know why? <laughs> I know why it is. Because everyone this thinks I'm fucking some crackpot alien fucking enthusiast, and no one believes anything I say. 
Oh, oh my god. Oh, here's another recommendation for Verity by Colleen Hoover. I gotta check these out. All right, go read some Colleen Hoover. Here's another. I love Verity, and it ends with us by Colleen Hoover. Why is everyone loving this? Why do I not know about it? Oh, here's a book rec, mostly for Wells. I'm sorry, did I ask for book recommendations for Wells? Uh, I think I asked for myself, but apparently this is for you. Author Jack Carr, Navy SEAL turned book author. Terminal List, four book series. Amazon Prime series coming soon with Chris Pratt starring. He's hot. I mean, if Chris Pratt starring in the series, I'll read it. I don't definitely watch it. A Navy SEAL has nothing left to live for and everything to kill for after he discovers that the American government is behind the deaths of his team in this rip-from-the-headlines political thriller that is so powerful, so pulse-pounding, so well-written, rarely do you read a debut novel this damn good. The Terminalist, a thriller by Jack Carr. Okay. Sounds good. Got to put that one in the old wish list. Shout out, wet tears coming, coming in, coming in hot, coming through. Um, do you have any Muzaks? Mm, let me see. I smell weed. My mom must be home. Oh my god. <laughs> my roommate must be back. Yeah. Wait, I'm sorry. Does John Mayer have a new song? What? John Mayer has a new song. I haven't heard it, but can we play it? Is it Last Train Home? I just feel if you don't want to love me, let me go. I'm running for the last train. I'm running for the last train home. If you want to know me, then you got to know me. Sounds like a John Mayer tune. It does, but you know what? It's got a fresh vibe to it. Yeah? You like? I don't know. I like it. Also, I missed his voice. I love him. Oh. I saw Lucas Nelson in The Promise of the Real got a new track out. Lucas Nelson is actually Willie Nelson's son, and he is really good, by the way. Check it out. For the crime of going away. It's Lucas Nelson throwing away your love. What do you got? Tell me you know the astronaut in the ocean song that's going viral on TikTok. Yes. Mast Wolf is the name of that artist that plays that sings that song. They got a new track called Gravity Gliding, and it's a vibe. Gravity, 
Found my colors and started flying, ain't that canary? Got pain in my soul, I ain't here to toast Champagne problems, I was feeling like a ghost Gravity gliding, masked wolf. It's a vibe, right? Yeah, man Good, that's all I got um, I want to see if I can find one of the Bo Burnham songs An open window A novel A couple holding hands An avocado Instagram. <laughs> All right, Brandi. I wish you well with your hangover. I'm actually, I'm feeling better already. Yeah. This podcast really sobered me up. <laughs> yeah. That's what it uh, I'm tends also, to do. Uh, yeah. I'm also going to go lay in my uh, infrared sauna bag and just sweat out what's left. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, we've got Vern shout-outs. There's only a couple of them. Let's just push it to next week. That sounds good. Fine with that? Good with it. All right. Um, wife Tears, we love you so much. Love you so much. Later, guys. Bye. Bye. Natalie Barbu, host of the Real Real podcast, where we go behind the highlight reel to find out what's really going on in the lives of content creators, entrepreneurs, and everyone in between. After quitting my corporate job to start my own businesses, I realized that while things might look glamorous on our Instagram feeds, things can get real behind the scenes. You can listen to the Real Real every Monday to start off your week with some realness and inspiration. Find my podcast wherever you're listening right now and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a beat. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.